Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. This is Jason and Alice for the Fantasy Football Sackos. We did are you talking- just call me? Did you just call me Alice? I said Alex. Oh, I heard Alice. It's like I'm oh. in Wonderland. Also, I'd like to start being referred to as the KROG Sacco, um, if that's okay. <laughs> the KROG Sacco? Yeah, I'm like the OG Sacco. That's already annoying. I'm already annoyed. It's been 37 uh, seconds. You've interrupted me once and given yourself a nickname. This is just a roaring start. Uh, knowing that it irritates you with how much you irritate me, it's definitely sticking. We're talking quarterbacks today. Sorry, everyone, before the KROG Sacco so rudely interrupted. But with that, let's roll the intro. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Sackos podcast with your hosts, Jason Shellcross and Alex Krobe. Let's go! Fantasy Football Sackos, we are talking quarterbacks today, ladies and gents, and we are, I mean, I don't know if these are going to be the official, official rankings. We'll call them like the pre-rankings right now. It's June 12th. But we're talking quarterbacks already. The draft's over. We are back to weekly recordings now. So buckle up, lock in, because fantasy football season is back upon us. So um, I think we'll just do some sort of uh, fantasy pros consensus rankings, and then we'll talk our individual rankings. There's not going to be a lot of disagreement here at the top. Um, however, we do differ from fantasy pros, which I think is interesting. How do you fantasy pros has uh, Jalen hurts. Who's our consensus, uh, number one quarterback for 2023 fantasy pros has, has him down a quarterback three overall, which I don't know how you do to the, the reigning, uh, points leader, but it is what it is. Um, well, well, don't you don't you kind of think, though, that most people are going to say, well, you know, Hertz is going to have some regression when it comes to those touchdown runs. But at the same time, when they get down to the one yard line, like they're not going to give it to DeAndre Swift or Rashad Penny or Gainwell or Boston Scott. It's that like little rugby push into the end zone that I thought they were going to outlaw, but they haven't. And so. I don't see his rushing touchdowns being an anomaly. It's no. just, and and then by the time you throw AJ Brown and Devonta Smith and Dallas Goddard in there, it's tough to say that like there might not be a better like two wide receiver and tight end that any quarterback has to work with. I mean, the Bengals are pretty good, but I, the Chargers are pretty good. There's just not a better threesome for a quarterback to work with, for lack of a better way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's plenty of good threesomes out there, but for quarterbacks to work with, (laughs) this is a great one to be a part of. You're right. Um, Thank you. I am right. (laughs) uh, Jalen Hurts. I mean, the 13 rushing touchdowns. Man, if you could, I mean, what do you, what do you set as over under at this year? If you're a betting man, like eight, 10, 10, 10. Yeah. I man. mean, he had games where he had three, just, you know, he ended up getting hurt in that game that he had three rushing touchdowns against the bears and missed two weeks. That's, that's the risk, right? Is yeah. the, 
so you have all these running quarterbacks now, which, and, and I was thinking about this before we started recording. I never had Tom Brady on one of my teams, or at least I haven't since like 2008, right? He's retired now. Mm-hmm. And did I just overthink like now it'd be Mahomes, right? Like just take freaking Mahomes because he's going to throw for the most yards probably. And he's going to probably have 35 touchdowns or am I overthink like, cause I, I never had what was considered the greatest quarterback of all time on any of my teams. And Mahomes is working his way towards that. So am I just overthinking it and, and getting cute by, by, I guess by both of us having Mahomes down at three where, I mean, most consensus has him at, at one, but I would argue, like, who's he throwing to? Like, I know he's probably going to end up with 4,000 yards, but he has Kelsey and... Kelsey and... Kelsey, Kelsey and... and Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Yeah. Kadarius Tony, the legend. Sky Mo- like, yeah. that. that's a bad receiving core. Like, bad. And so, because of the threesome that Hertz has, it's a wonderful foursome when you include him. I just... I just don't think that from a skill position player that there's many better. And then by the time you mix in those rushing touchdowns with all the rushing attempts that he has, I, and a really good defense that's going to get turnovers again and put them in good field position and they'll score a lot. And what's going to be a pretty good division from a scoring perspective in the NFC East. I, I think it's hard to take Mahomes over Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Well, it's, I don't know. What do you think is more likely to repeat? Jalen Hurts, 10 plus rushing touchdowns, or Pat Mahomes, 40 plus passing touchdowns? Uh, I think Hurts is more likely to repeat. Same, which is why I would go with Hurts. I think it's the better offense. It's the more complete offense, I, I should say. Um, uh, I also love the Eagles playoff schedule with, you know me, I, I look at playoff schedules all the time. The Eagles playoff schedule is at the Seahawks at home against the Giants and championship week is at home against the Cardinals. So at home, two out of the three weeks against what I would say are pretty marginal teams. And quite honestly, like the Cardinals, I don't know, foreshadowing spoilers, but if Kyler misses the first half the season because of the ACL, who's to say that the Cardinals don't just sit in the whole year? They won't. So, They're paying them too much money. Yeah, maybe. Um, so, but yeah, anyways, so I like Jalen Hurts a lot. He should be the consensus number one in my mind. He has, you know, he had 13 rushing touchdowns, had the most rushing attempts of any quarterback uh, last season. Um, and it's a just a high high caliber offense. So, yeah, and he's really good. And he's still on that rookie deal. And like, yeah. That that's why they're able to surround him with all of that talent. I know he's. Did he sign a big contract extension? Um, but I believe. Hold on. Uh, yeah. So yeah, he signed five a five-year year, five-year extension, but I believe that kicks in next year, right? So it's not fully guaranteed. Yeah. So like they're still able to surround him with all of this talent, and I, I would be shocked if they don't win the NFCs walking away. Yeah. Anyway, that's that, that's hurts. I, I think it's hard to hard to not rank him one, um, but we both have Josh Allen over Mahomes too. 
I mean, it's again, uh, Josh Allen, 124 rushing carries and 762 yards, two yards more than uh, Jalen Hurts and seven touchdowns. So it's the same same argument. You know, they had twice as many uh, rushing yards as Pat Mahomes did. And uh, Jalen Hurts has twice as many rushing touchdowns or three times as many rushing touchdowns as Mahomes. So, yeah, and I, I think we both like their receivers a little bit better than Kansas City's. I, I know you do have Kelsey there, but Stefan Diggs, Gabe Davis disappointed everybody after after week one last year. Um, but they, they have a couple of, uh, tight ends with Knox and Kincaid and we'll kind of see what, what their offense ends up looking like. Um, now that, now that James Cook has kind of taken over the primary role there with, with Damian Harris behind him. So I'm so excited for that for, for Cook. Yeah. I'm so excited for Cook this season. Getting, getting vultured by Damian Harris. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. That would Um, suck. So yeah, I, I, Again, I, I think this comes down to rushing yards, but Mahomes. If we, so last year we had Mahomes and and Herbert, right, being like in the top two, top three, um, and and Herbert kind of disappointed, and and the reason for part part of that is just because he didn't have the rushing yards, and and we'll get to Herbert here in a minute, but it. It's just really nice to have that floor. Now, I, I should also we should also make the caveat that I think our um, our rankings are based on four points for a passing touchdown and not six. If if it's six points for a passing touchdown, I, I do think you can more make the case for Mahomes going one. Um, if it's six points, I am taking Pat Mahomes number one overall. No, like not one one. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Number one quarterback. Correct. So, like I, I so th- these rankings are based on four points for a passing touchdown. If yeah. it's six, I do think you put Mahomes at one, um, and and it's really tight between the three of them. Um, but with four points for a passing touchdown, that's why we have Hertz, Allen, Mahomes. Yep. Um, I don't. Maybe I. We I, maybe we talk about it at the end. I want to say. Well, I don't know. I'll I'll bring it up. If D Hop goes to the Chiefs. Do you increase Mahomes' ranking from three to two to one? Um I don't know. I, I don't know how much of a difference maker he'll he'll be. I, I think it's possible um that, that I would give him a bump because of it. Um I, honestly I think Mahomes is really gonna miss Juju Smith Schuster, who went when healthy was kind the of his security guy. blanket Right. And, and he doesn't have that, that Hopkins would, would fill in very nicely into that role, uh, especially in his early thirties. So yeah, sure. If, if Hopkins does end up becoming a chief, which would, would not be all that surprising, um, then sure. I, I can have Mahomes go one. Um, but I, I don't think you can go wrong with, with any of these three guys. It should be noted that Mahomes ADP is currently 16. Uh, Allen's is 20 and Hertz is 24. So they're all going in the back half of the second round, um, which is kind of aggressive for three quarterbacks to be going uh, in the second round. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, uh, don't like that of, at all. I think that's real aggressive. But yeah, especially because like the quarterback position's deep. 
like to, to use one of those spots to take, to take a, a quarterback who, and again, I think the floor for all three of these guys is top six, probably. Yeah. Um, especially if they don't get hurt. Um, that I, I just, it's hard to justify taking one of those three guys in, in the second round, uh, right. honestly, just because there, there's so many guys there that I'd, I'd rather have. Yep. Uh, consensus number four. I mean, this is probably Homerism bias. It's Justin Fields. And, you know, last year he finished as quarterback six, really just on the back of his ground game. He had what? Uh, 160 carries. He had five fewer carries than Jalen Hurts, but 400 more yards. Yeah. Like, the most electrifying man in all of the NFL. Maybe Justin all of Fields. sports. Um, <laughs> but as, as a Bears fan, yes. I was going to say, I, I couldn't believe you didn't get outraged at that at all. It was fantastic. I mean, I'm trying to not let blood flow um, oh. when talking about Justin Fields. So, D- yeah, DJ Justin Moore, Fields had three sums. Right, that was earlier, and four sums <laughs> actually. Um, sp- speaking of better talents around them, uh, the Bears have definitely improved by adding a top 15 talent wide receiver in DJ Moore. And you look back at what made Josh Allen good is when they added digs. What for Kyler Murray, when he kind of took a jump, you had Hopkins adding DJ Moore to Justin Fields with Mooney and Claypool and Komet and a much improved offensive line to go with Donta Foreman and Khalil Herbert and even Roshan Johnson. Like this is a, potentially legit offense and they've already said they're not gonna tell fields to to run less it's it's up to him if he's getting better protection i do think he has the the capability to be a really good nfl passer i think he has one of the best deep balls in football yeah Uh, the only thing for me with fields is i feel like sometimes he holds on to the ball too long waiting for the deep ball and that's when he gets in trouble Maybe, but it's year two in an offense that seems to play to his strengths, which is exciting. Uh, yeah. you, you have you have Fields at five or at four. I have him at five. Uh, his current ADP is forty six, uh, which is uh, what the sixth quarterback going currently. Fantasy Pros has him at six. Uh, we have him at four just because of the rushing yards and the potential upside of DJ Moore. And I, I just think the Bears offense is going to be substantially better this year. Um, so it's it's just a great time to be a Bears fan, honestly. Super yeah. excited. Yep. All right. Well, next up, consensus, number five, Lamar Jackson. You have him ahead of fields. I have him uh, quite a bit lower. So let's talk Lamar. Let's talk this dangerous Ravens offense. I mean, they have better skill position guys around him than Lamar's ever had as a quarterback there. But he's never had anyone. So who does he have now? He is, so Bateman's still there. Odell's there. Zay Flowers. What, Devin Duvernay. What has Bateman done? Uh, 
Uh, disappointed in in general, but when he's healthy, what is what has Odell done? Um, besides, well, he was really he was really good until he got hurt for the Rams two years ago. I was going to say which time did he get hurt? Because as far as I know, he has like no ACLs. And Why is that important? Well, for also, Rashad that Bateman's only Rashad Bateman's only twenty three. Like th- yeah. this is his third year in the league. I know, and he hasn't so, done much. Like I yeah. think that this cast of crew is akin to, if not worse, than the Chiefs' passing receivers. It's literally Mark Andrews. It's, it's and about nobody the same. else. It it's about the same. Right. The Sky Moore, Rashad Bateman, you know, rookie hype and a bunch of washed receivers filling out the rest of the receiver room. Except okay. one guy is Pat Mahomes. The other guy is Lamar Jackson. And so I have Lamar down as seven because he has nobody else to throw to. And for me, the value for him is solely as a rusher. One and two. I don't know. We're going on what two seasons where he's had injury issues now. That is true. Um, so he should be nice and fresh uh, to to play. So he's played twelve games each of the last two years. It seems like it's been less than that, right? It feels um, like less than that. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy that it's now been. This is four years since twenty nineteen, where he had thirty six passing touchdowns, six interceptions. Uh, to. <laughs> Like, that's disgusting. Yeah, dude was a cheat code. Yeah. And so I, I do think that that's still possible, right? Yeah, but you, I mean, you know what it is. It's what have you done for me lately? And lately, Lamar has uh, missed wide open receivers so far to the point that one, like, pushed his way out of town and been hurt. So... I mean, if they get D hop, I'll be more interested and I'll raise him up. But for me, I have him at quarterback seven. Uh, I just don't think that they have any weapons and he hasn't been healthy for the last two years. So I'm not going to yeah, say I'm, I'm not out on Lamar. Like he could finish his quarterback one. Like he has that ceiling. But, he does. But you haven't done it. And I bet he's, I mean, what his current, his fantasy pros Ranking is quarterback four. I bet he's in the top four to five for ADP. And at that price, I'm just going to be out. Yeah, I, I find it a little interesting that Joe Burrow is currently going before him um, just because he's not mobile. Um, but he <laughs> does have, <laughs> but he, I mean, he does have Chase and, and Higgins, which obviously uh, from a talent position helps Burrow over Lamar. I, I mean, Lamar's never had less than 695 yards rushing, and that was his rookie year. Um, 1,206, 1,005, 767, 764. That sets a pretty high floor. And if you're telling me that that Mark Andrews and him can stay on the same page and he can stay healthy, which you kind of assume, at least a little bit, um, I I will be happy to take Lamar Jackson in the in the fourth round. Okay. Next up, Joey B, Joe Shiesty, Joe Burrow. 
uh, our consensus number six quarterback. I have him at five, and AK has him at six. Uh, KROG, please. The KROG has him at six. Excuse me. Didn't mean to offend you or your people. Um, big following. Big following. Huge. Uh, Joe Burrow threw for about 4,500 passing yards last season, 35 touchdowns. And I mean, doesn't do a whole lot on the ground. I think it's that that's kind of a fluky touchdown number for me. Yep. The, the fluke five rushing touchdowns, sniping Joe Mixon at the goal line last year. That doesn't make any sense. And I really, I mean, it should not repeat itself. Like that should be like two. I agree. Um, so, I mean, I don't, I don't have a lot to say on Joe Burrow. I think he's fantastic. Uh, for me, he's just kind of ranked behind. I think his ranking, why he's behind the guys that are ahead of him are, is because, uh, Patrick Mahomes might be the greatest of all time. And the other dudes all run a lot and Joe Burrow does not run. So that's just kind of what it is. Right. Uh, again, I, I think he's ranked maybe a smidge higher if it's a six point passing touchdown league um, to, yeah. to help to help boost that. Right. Like it's very similar to Mahomes where he's probably going to have 30, 35 touchdowns, maybe even more. Um, and he's he's not the runner. So he gets the bump in the six point, but is kind of discounted in the four point. Uh, so I, I think where we have him at six is, is fair. Um, and so, I mean, to, to go along with that, him, him and the next guy, Justin Herbert, uh, who, who we have at seven, like, you know, they both have two good wide receivers. They have an okay tight end. They have a, a good running back that they can check down to. Um, and, and Kellen Moore is, is now the offensive coordinator for the chargers, which I do think helps Herbert at least a little bit. Really? I do. Yeah. Because like they did not let Herbert throw down field with Lombardi as their offensive coordinator. They checked the ball down to Eckler and his, his like okay. average, his average depth of target was super low and yeah. he's got one of the biggest arms in football. You've seen what what Kellen Moore was letting Prescott to just chucking the ball all around and throwing picks. Like if you can tell me that <laughs> that he's going to let Herbert open it up a little bit and and take some chances and be more risky, I love it. I, I think the prospects for Herbert um, it, it kind of go back to what he was last year, where we had him ranked at two after five thousand passing yards and thirty eight touchdowns two years ago. Um, and, and this past year he threw almost 700 times, uh, just, just didn't have quite the same results as he did last year from a, from a touchdown standpoint with only 25. Yeah. Um, and then the bolts also did add Quentin Johnson to, uh, to the wide receiver room. So he should offer a nice big target and also potentially serve as the eventual replacement for Keenan Allen uh, as that one when he moves on to greener pastures because he's getting a little long in the tooth. But um, yeah, I mean, Herbert has all the talent in the world, right? So um, all these guys kind of like this, this little pocket of three quarterbacks. It's just because they don't run the ball. Tons of talent, right? But tons of talent. You go Burrow, Herbert and and Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence is quarterback eight. Right. And so that is a, a nasty 
wide receiver room when when they trade for Chris, uh, sorry for Calvin Ridley to go along with Christian Kirk and Zay Jones. And the reemergence, he's alive of Evan Ingram. I was going to say, are you not going to mention Evan Ingram right now? Because that dude was incredible to watch last season. It's true. And they they do have a backup running back who who might be my favorite uh, running back in football. His name's Tank Bigsby. Um, That is, I, I, I don't want Travis Etienne to get hurt, but... I would love Tank Bigsby to become the number one running back in fantasy football. <laughs> just, just, just on record with that. <laughs> you just want the tank is loose. What? I mean, yeah. Third round pick. Give me uh, Gus Johnson from, on from that call. Auburn. Tank Bigsby. Love it. Tank Bigsby. Give me Gus uh, Johnson so, on that call. Right. That would be great. Uh, getting away from the cop speed. Uh, so the, the Jaguars, Kirk Ridley, Zay Jones, Evan Ingram, it's really good. Uh, is, and is Ridley going to be good? Yeah. Sitting out for gambling the whole, I mean, we should all sit out from gambling and to, then, to be fair. And then, you know, he had kind of the mental health issues the season before and he removed himself from the team. I'm not afraid. Okay. All right. What do you... So he's tw- he's 20... He's 28 already? Uh, he's 28 who already. Who do you think has the better season, Kirk or Ridley? Uh, I would say Christian Kirk, right? I don't know. That's why I'm asking. Christian, Christian Kirk was very, very good last year. So Calvin Ridley in 2020, age 26, had 1,300... Uh, receiving yards, uh, nine touchdowns, uh, which was pretty good. Um, Christian Kirk, the last couple of years, I I did not think he was that big of a difference maker when Jacksonville signed him from Arizona. Um, so two years ago in Arizona, Christian Kirk had uh, 77 catches, 982 and five touchdowns. Uh, last year, 133 targets, 84 catches, 1,100 yards, eight touchdowns. I believe he finished as a top 10 wide receiver. And and you're kind of looking for Trevor Lawrence to take another step with all of those skill position guys. And one aspect of his game that I don't think has been used a ton yet is I think he's got wheels to run the ball pretty well. Um, and, and he just hasn't really shown that dimension of his game. Uh, he did have five rushing touchdowns last year, which, which helped him finish as as quarterback seven. And we have him at eight in our rankings this year. There you go. I I don't even have anything to add on that. I mean, I'm just excited to see quality football being played down in Jacksonville because that team has been the laughing stock for a while. And I think Trevor Lawrence got off to a I think semi shaky start under Urban Meyer, and Ugh. they look a lot better now. That's for sure. Evan Ingram is a godsend, and quite frankly, was pe- playing like what his actual capability has been, you know, I think some quarterbacks just throw better balls and Trevor Lawrence is maybe just one of those guys. Cause it just, for whatever reason, Evan Ingram, Evan Ingram could not catch passes from Danny Jones. Well, but. they just had a, a shitty offense too. Uh, it should also be noted that Travis Etienne is a, is a good uh, weapon out of the backfield uh, as well. So I, I, 
I like that offense to continue to get a little bit better. Uh, and Trevor Lawrence is, is a young dude. And um, if he's already putting together top seven seasons, I, he's going to be a top 10 quarterback for the foreseeable future. And you can get him at a pretty good discount right now. His ADP is 62, um, which is the eighth uh, ranked uh, quarterback. And that's like a good kind of fun spot uh, to take him in, in round six. Next up for us at quarterback nine consensus, Daniel Jones. Um, yeah, this is my fault. Yeah. You have him up at seven. I have him down at 13. Explain the love for Danny Jones. Uh, I just believe in, in Brian Dable, um, that that's more where, where this comes from. Uh, they, they were able to get Darren Waller who, um, has struggled a little bit the last couple of years and with, with his health. But if, if he can get back to where he was a couple of years ago as a thousand, like I, I, him, Mark Andrews, I think are very similar talent wise. And I, I think when healthy Darren Waller is there. Um, also, Daniel Jones just had a lot of rushing yards. He had seven rushing touchdowns. You saw in those playoff games where he kind of took a step forward and was throwing better balls. Um Isaiah Hodgins, Darius Slayton, Paris Campbell, Sterling Shepard, who uh, it's just a matter of time until he gets hurt again. Wandale Robinson, Jamison Crowder's there. Like, I just put, this is a pure, I trust Brian Dable. They gave him a big contract. They figured out how to build an offense around him. And the question is, is will Saquon Barkley be there where they're still negotiating around that franchise tag? So, if if Saquon's not there, I, I will be dropping Daniel Jones down. But this is a he's an underrated runner where he had 700 yards, seven touchdowns last year, and I think it's repeatable. Okay. Um I don't know. I just I don't love it, just for the record. He finishes as quarterback nine last year. <sighs> And we have him at nine this year because I have him at seven and you have him at 13. It's, it's purely a Brian Dable play. I, I guess I get it. He just, I don't know. He has a really low a dot or uh air yard average. He only average averages uh, 3.9 air yards per attempt, which is how far passes travel in the air before being caught. He averaged 3.9 yards. So he's a, he's a dinker and a dunker. Um, and that was basically uh, close to the bottom amongst NFL starters. So he's a dinker. He's a dunker. So, but, but then I, I also go back to, you know, he had 300 yards passing two touchdowns, 17 carries, 78 yards in that playoff game against Minnesota and looked every bit the part of, of a NFL quarterback that had kind of figured it out and they gave him a big contract. So they would not have done that if, if Dable didn't like him. Was it a big contract? Wasn't it just a like average contract? I mean, like, I consider it a big contract. Four-year contract. Four-year, 25 million? 
Uh, yeah, that's just one year, isn't it? No, that's the whole thing. No, it's it, not. Yeah. No, it's not. He uh, four year, $160 million contract. Okay. $36 million bonus, but still like 160 million. Jalen hurts is out here getting two fifty. Well, yeah. Jalen hurts is better than him. Well, I'm just saying. So I like, I feel like the best quarterbacks are the really, really good ones. Anyway, he's usually set the market. He's not doing that. He's getting a hundred mil less. I think he's kind of like an average starter. Like he's not gonna, he's not going to take over a game. There's still like Saquon is the alpha in that offense. Sure. I I don't disagree with you. I, I would be joyous to, to take Daniel Jones at ADP of 115. It's fine. (sighs) But you wouldn't be excited. Would you? Uh, it depends on what the rest of my roster looks like, but sure. Like if, if you can get Waller and like, Daniel Jones late, which is which is where they're currently going, that's a fine stack. All right, but uh, okay. Well, what I will say, I feel like we've sort of agreed as we're going into season four that team makeup wise, you have to excel at either the quarterback or tight end positions. You have to have an advantage. And all I'm saying is if you're trotting Danny Jones out there, you don't have the advantage and you need to have a difference maker at tight end then. So, which might not be Darren Waller. So Waller's currently going one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh. Um, at the tight end position, his ADP is currently 67 uh, behind Kelsey, Andrews, Hawkinson, Kittle, Pitts, Goddard. Yeah, I'd take all those guys over over Waller. I agree. Also, I mean, the, the thing out there also with this offense is that I think there's a, a small part of me that thinks that Saquon might hold out and not play. Yeah, I think that's entirely possible. And then Daniel Jones will suffer accordingly. He is really pissed about the franchise tag. I don't know if you saw his interview. Um, But basically, all the top running backs that hit free agency all got tagged. Nobody could set the market. And yeah, him him and Josh Jacobs are both in uh, tag hell. Yep. So um, it, it just sucks. It sucks for them. But. All right, next up, quarterback 10, consensus, Dak Prescott. And, you know, these guys are like, they're good good dudes. They could give you top six weeks, but I don't know. Yeah, th- these guys are all fine, right? Like, you could do a lot worse than yeah. Dak Prescott where they, you know, they added Brandon Cooks. They have C.D. Lamb. They still have Gallup. They lost Dalton Schultz. Zeke isn't there to be gobbling up all these goal line touchdown so maybe they do throw more down by the goal line instead of trying to pound it in with tony pollard Dak could easily be a top five quarterback yeah especially Mm. because i mean again this i mean i talked up kellen Moore at least a little bit it was more to get rid of lombardi uh for the chargers but mccarthy is going to air the ball out that's what he does and what he always did with uh, with Rodgers and Dak threw a ton of picks last year and was hurt. 
and he's another year back from that devastating leg injury. Should be fully healthy. He was uh, quarterback 19 last year. We have him at 10. Jason has him at 9. I have him at 12. Fantasy Pros has him at 9. And his ADP is currently 85, which is the ninth ranked quarterback going just in front of Deshaun Watson, who we'll talk about here in a couple minutes. Yeah. I don't know. Part of me thinks I have him too high. Um, His tight end left and is gone. Um, his learning a new offense. You don't have Zeke. It's not um, a new offense. It's just going to be called differently. Well, you know what I mean? So I do. I just, I, I really think that like, if you're pl- thinking, if thinking about this a little bit more and how you would play Dallas, I mean, you're just going to bracket CD lamb every single play and make them beat you with anyone else. What's wrong with cooks? uh, What's wrong with cooks? I I mean, he was very average last year. Yeah. He didn't have any quarterbacks or literally anybody else in that offense. So I'm just saying, I think he was exceedingly average last year. So I think you bracket CD lamb. You make them beat you with anybody else. Jalen Tolbert looked like a bus and Gallup, I don't know how healthy he is. Hopefully he's better this year. Um, but yep. he was really slow in getting back to the team last year. So I'm just, I have, I have, I just have some concerns, you know, all of this for me is just range of outcomes. Like when I look at this, like sure, Dak could be great, but part of me also thinks like um, our next guy Tua just by far and away has a much better team, much more electric um, than Dak. And I would well, say also did, a better play caller. Right. And, and what, right. That that's fair with, uh, was it McDaniels? What's his yeah. name? Uh, is it? That's not right. Uh, you'll, you'll look it up, but, but between Mike t- McDaniel. Tyreek, thank you. No S. Um, between Tyreek and Waddle and Gesicki, where we didn't know if there'd be enough targets to go around, Tua was the guy last year. He just could not stay healthy. That's the scary part. Where that's, he's that's why he's ranked where he is. You think? For sure. Yeah. If it wasn't for that's, the head stuff, do you think he'd be ranked higher? Yes. Yes. I. I. If if he did not get hurt last year. He, he only played in 10, uh, sorry, 13 games last year. He got knocked out of several of them uh, and still finished as a, as a top 15 quarterback because when he was playing, he was lighting up teams with, with the Hill and Waddle combo. So do you draft him anyways? Is he the guy that if you mess on everyone else, you just sit and wait for Tua? Yeah, I mean, that's a fun a fun selection, right? Because it's easy to root for. Um, and if, if he can stay healthy again, it's, uh, he, he, he was really good when he played. So let's, let's take a look. So he had weeks of 38, got hurt 15, 29, 24, 23, and then was kind of middling, uh, again, was throwing a bunch of picks. I um 
He's a potential home run swing, right? Which is what you're kind of looking for. So if you miss out on all of these guys that we've talked about and you take a swing on Tua and Deshaun Watson back to back, who we're talking about next, one of them will be fine, right? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, honestly, you could probably even, uh, you could even really just draft them both. Um, Deshaun is trying to push for D hop as well, which I wouldn't mind seeing that combo again, but right. You, um, you, you end up with Amari Cooper, uh, Eli Moore and Hopkins to go with Donovan people, Jones and, and Njoku. Okay. <laughs> That'd be wild. Um, but even without him and with the rust that he had after not playing for almost two seasons, he came back and still had several 20 plus point weeks. Like, yeah, he had flashes. There were flashes there. He was looked a little rusty in the first go, but he uh, he was able to get it moving again. So I I would not hate Deshaun Watson at all. The last time, I mean, before all, all the the issues took place, I mean, he was a top five quarterback every season. So. Yeah, he had uh, 20 or more rushing yards in all six games that he played last year once he came back, which, you know, you extrapolate that over a year, it ends up with over 400 yards rushing. And, you know, as we mentioned a lot last year, whenever he's played, he's been a top five quarterback in fantasy. So with with Amari Cooper and and a potential Hopkins. And I think we both like Elijah Moore quite a bit. I I know you've always been, you've loved him uh, for for a long time and are probably glad that he got out of New York. Although maybe you wish he was still there with Rogers. So yeah, I mean, Watson didn't play for a year and a half and came back and was predictably rusty. So with a full off season and him and, and Amari getting on the same page, He's a, another guy that, you know, you get to the end of the year and you're not surprised if he's sitting in the top six. Yep. All right. So that does it for our top 12. Um, but is there anybody else you want to sprinkle in that you think is at least noteworthy or should be mentioned? There's a ton of guys, right? Like we haven't even talked about Kirk Cousins. Uh, he was the eighth ranked uh, quarterback last year. Geno Smith was a top five fantasy quarterback last year. And we have him at 15. Russell Wilson, we were super high on for the Broncos uh, with you all of a sudden throw Sean Payton instead of Nathaniel Hackett uh, calling plays there. I think that makes a huge difference in that offense potentially, especially with with a healthy Russ. Jared Goff was a top 10 fantasy quarterback last year. Didn't mention him. Derek Carr goes to New Orleans. And if if you're telling me that he can get a healthy Mike Thomas and an Olave, oh, okay. Like you you can work with that. Kyler Murray, not going to be healthy. Uh 18 uh ranked quarterback last year. Um still has all that potential with with rushing yards. And I, I think the big one that you probably want to talk about is Anthony Richardson, right? Um, not for year one. I don't think so either. I I think he'll have weeks where he could be like a top, you know, a top five guy with rushing yards. But I, I think, 
I don't think the passing is going to be there at all. Uh, so he's not somebody that that I would want to touch at all. You, you have him ranked considerably higher. That's just why I, th- I thought you might want to. Yeah, I mean, the rushing yards will be there. I think in a really, 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 really plus matchup or bye week fill in, I think he's serviceable because the rushing yards are going to give him that floor and the rushing yards are going to be there for Anthony Richardson. I just think that year one, they're probably going to lean on Jonathan Taylor and try to take the ball out of his hands until he gets comfortable. Second half of the season, maybe they let him cut loose a little bit more. But I think at least to start out the season out of the gate, it's going to be pretty conservative for the guy. So um, I, I think he could be on fire potentially, maybe by like playoff time. Um, but I think it'll be at least a year or maybe two years before he really, really pours it on. The one guy that I'm really shocked you have not mentioned or didn't mention in that entire spree was A.A. Ron Rogers. Are you? I think I think he's going to be really good. I mean, I, I think of all these guys, like Kirko was quarterback eight. Like I, I, I think out of Kirk Cousin, Aaron Rodgers, and Geno Smith, part of me thinks Aaron Rodgers might have the best chance out of those three guys to finish as like a top eight guy. Yeah, you get no rushing yards from him. Same, you do. I mean, similar, That's true. Similar to Kirk Cousins, you you get you get literally nothing. So, with that being said, Garrett Wilson, you can listen to our first first episode this year. You, you know my thoughts. I love Garrett Wilson. I I think he he reminds me, and maybe this isn't fair, but he reminds me of like Chris Henry for the Bengals. Uh, with with kind of his like wiry frame that like can I, I don't know he he just looks amazing so yeah I, Aaron Rodgers is going to be a nice safe pick in a six point for a passing touchdown league where they might not be able to run the ball that effectively because of uh, coming off of injuries and they're like I think they're just built to sling the ball all around the field with Rodgers basically running the offense that he wants to and he'll he's this he's a safe fantasy option that is going in round nine yeah so sure like I I think all of those guys that we talked about are are fine and to your point in a in a in a league like I, I think I've struggled the last couple of years because I have not had a good quarterback or I took a good quarterback and it ended up not working, whether it was Lamar or or Russ or whatever. And but at the same time you had Geno Smith and Goff kind of explode and come out of nowhere last year. I, I just think that you can find quarterbacks because not that many people roster more than one of them. And yeah. there's more than and there's more than twelve serviceable quarterbacks, right? And people are going to sleep on Kirko every year, um, and he's still going to be out there in the second half of drafts. But like Cousins, you get rid of Dalvin Cook, they're going to be passing more, like full stop. Right, they're, right. They're going to throw the ball a ton to Justin Jefferson, and we haven't mentioned Stafford, who has Cooper Cup. Like there are weeks where yeah. where Jefferson and Cup will just make those two guys a top ten quarterback on any given week, just based on the one receiver's production. So, mm-hmm. like ruling any of these guys out is like it, it. It's more matchup based, and 
but yeah, there's just a ton of a ton of quarterbacks. So the one the one guy I want to end on is Jordan Love. I so here's the thing. They've given him nothing to work with. I think Jordan Love can be fine. They they have Christian Watson. You think Watson and, have, and Dobbs are nothing? Right. Can you name anybody else? Uh, well, Bobby Tunyon isn't on the team anymore. Right. Their tight end is Luke Musgrave. Their third wide receiver is Jalen Reed, who was a second round pick out of Michigan State. He's six feet, 185. Like, I just... Maybe they'll surprise me. I just don't see the weapons for him to be productive this year to to be a productive fantasy quarterback. I think ultimately he could be okay. I want him to be bad. Jayden but I, I think like I, I just don't think that they have the skill guys around him to make him successful. Um, I don't know. I want him to be bad too, but also I just... I'm a Bears fan, and for some reason, the Packers have had like a Hall of Fame quarterback every year since I've been alive. So, literally, I just don't don't. I would, I'm just not going to be surprised if it comes out and Jordan Love is just fantastic. And that's fine, but I don't think you have to draft him uh, this year in order to get him. I think he's uh, also, a fun end of the bench stash. I think that's fair. Him and um, Richardson. Yep. I would also just add, would it surprise you at all if Baker Mayfield does something? If if the Bucks yes, keep their it, I know, but they still have Mike Evans and they still have Godwin. And those guys are gonna put their stats up. So I and no, it's they not won't Tom Brady's because Baker Mayfield anymore. cannot throw them the ball. There will be at least one week where Baker finishes as a top five quarterback. I will not draft either one of them because I don't know. Only one of the two of them is going to win. And I don't know which one it is. So I probably will not draft either. Oh, I won't either. I I, I hate it, but I'm, I just won't be surprised if there's a couple weeks in there where... Ta-da! Oh, so where, where do you fall on all this? Because, and, and we'll kind of wrap it up with this. Do do you want to take one of those top five quarterbacks in the first three rounds? And I, I, we haven't even gotten into draft strategy yet. And, and we won't for a while, but I mean, there's currently six quarterbacks that are going in the first 46 picks, Justin Fields being 46, five quarterbacks in the first 37. I want one of the top seven guys that we picked. If I have any one of those top seven, I have a shot to lead the week in points from week to week at the quarterback position. Uh, I would not want to be any lower than that. Um, and I think if you end up on the lower end of the top seven, that 
you really need to hopefully have drafted a tight end earlier. Yeah. So again, you'd be comfortable with Hertz, Allen, Mahomes, Fields, Jackson, and Burrow. And, and I guess Herbert. Herbert's seven. Yep. And then after that's Trevor Lawrence, Daniel Jones, Dak, Tua, Deshaun Watson, Kirk, Rogers, Geno, Russ, Goff, Richardson. I I think I'm inclined to agree with you. I think you could make the argument to include Trevor Lawrence in that. But I think that's fair. Top, I don't I eight. certainly I certainly don't want to go any lower than Trevor Lawrence. Because I think he, you know, he's a guy that maybe he's not putting up, you know, top points in the league, but he's top five ish every week. And so, you know, and then once you get to Danny Jones, and then you're you're pissed when when Dak returns to form from from three or four years ago, and Deshaun Watson comes back to be a top five quarterback again, and 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 Rogers just puts on a show for Jets fans and is a, is a top six guy this year and you're left holding the bag because Justin Fields gets hurt on the first first drive of the year. So <laughs> there you go. You already got 2023 ra- mapped out. Yeah, please don't play this back after week one. That would suck. With that, thank you guys so much for listening. We are done officially. And next week, I think you can probably look forward to our top 12 running back rankings. Yeah, as always, uh, feel free to follow us on socials. We're at the FF Sackos on pretty much all social medias. Uh, Jason's at Shellcross13, I believe. I'm at Manger47, uh, and we are out of time. So thanks for listening, and we will catch you next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Football Sackos podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the FF Sackos.